Increasingly, companies are being asked to adhere to all sorts of regulations from environment to social. This level of complexity has created a big business opportunity for Ottawa-based Ascent compliance. The company's revenues are climbing, it's hiring at a torrid pace, and it's hitting new milestones year after year. Some predict Ascent compliance could become Ottawa's next unicorn. Today, we check in with the company and its CEO, coming up on Techopia Live. Hello, I'm Michael Curran from Ottawa Business Journal and Techopia. Today, we talk to a company that continues to create a buzz even 10 years after its founding. The company has a SaaS platform that helps many of its clients with issues like ESG, product compliance, and vendor management. The company is also led by one of Ottawa's most experienced tech CEOs. Let's meet him now. Here is the CEO of Ascent Compliance, Andrew Waitman. Hello. Hey, Andrew. How are you doing? Very well. Good. Thanks good, for having good. me on. Uh, well, I, I I always enjoy our our conversations, uh, Andrew. So I'm I'm sure this is going to be yet another good one. And by the way, a part one of a two parter with you. So uh, this one's going to focus, um, Andrew, on the company itself, Ascent Compliance. And I, I was hoping you could just bring people up to date. I hope everyone in Ottawa and beyond knows uh, what who Ascent Compliance is and what they do. But just in case, give us the primer. Sure, absolutely. So we bring sustainable practices, best practices to uh, the largest manufacturers supply chains. So these best practices have to do with env environmental laws and uh, ethical laws. And we help the suppliers understand what those requirements and provide the data for the world's largest manufacturers so they know that they have good and best practices uh, going on. So that if they're ever audited, um, they, they can prove that they're, they're doing the right things in their supply chain, which is where typically most of the issues are. And Andrew, um, uh, Senate Compliance, as I mentioned a minute ago, has been around since uh, 2010. So we're, you know, 11, moving to 12 years pretty soon. Give us a sense of the size of the company in terms of its employee base and maybe clients or offices. Uh, give us the, the primer on the size. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of sevens, okay? Um, okay. Lucky sevens. So, um, you know, we're well over uh, 700 people now. Um, we're well over 700 customers. Um, and, you know, we're heading very quickly to the 70 million ARR. So, um, you know, the company, as you know, Michael, has, uh, has grown quite rapidly over the last uh, kind of seven years uh, that, I, that I've been involved. There's a four seven. Um, so, yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're have our sights on uh, continued uh, high growth. Uh, and I hope uh, seven is a lucky number for you, by the way, Andrew. <laughs> the, uh, I wanted to ask you about the problem that you solve. So it's a problem, as you, you indicated a minute ago, of compliance, right? Compliance with environmental standards, ESG potentially, product compliance. So I, I find in the pandemic, uh, companies have been shuffled into one of two groups, less relevant, more relevant. So when you think of Ascent compliance and the problem, I guess, you're solving, 
what it, which is it in 2022? More relevant, less relevant? Yeah. And so, you know, it's interesting because obviously every medical company that has anything to do with vaccines is a hell of a lot more relevant uh, or testing, right? So the medical industry has boomed. Um, but in our context, and I would say this is more coincidence, but compliance. And if you think about uh, climate change and the recent uh, UN summit on climate change, um, there has been a very substantial zeitgeist change around uh, the importance of uh, environmental, social and governance coming down from, you know, about $20 trillion of investors saying that they, they want more attention, they want more, um, you know, uh, companies to be paying not just greenwashing, but actually making change to improve environmental and social practices within their company and within their supply chain. So for us, we've never seen more activity. And just to give you an example, the Europeans are bringing in new laws um, at a ferocious rate, which are all relevant. Um, and and the, there's a German law passing in January 2022, um, which is called the German supply chain law. And it requires you to do due diligence on what your supply chain is doing for so social, ethical and environmental topics. You're going to have to get together with the guys, uh, John Sicard and the, the, the people over uh, the other side of town. You guys are in the east, they're in the west. Canaxis, of course, is who I'm talking about. It is quite a curious coincidence that a, a, a you know, they are a little bit older than uh, Scent. But yes, both of us are do, have benefited and are doing very well in our respective supply chain industries. Yeah. With, and you, with and no, I should, I, I'm not trying to confuse people. You do very different things. Yes, 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 yes. And, and I do see us partnering eventually. Oh, wow. That's, that's really interesting. Oh, yeah, because we create a data set of risk assessment in your supply chain. Yes, and they are assessing more logistics, but they need to anticipate where risk could be. I'm sure your exact client list is confidential, and I don't expect you to break that. But just give people uh, a sense of who your clients are. They're, they're big Fortune 500 for the most part, Andrew. Yeah, you may have heard uh, companies that make airplanes. You may have heard of companies that make electric vehicles. You may and and other vehicles. Uh, you may have heard of very very large um, retailers that start with A. Um, so it's essentially the eight worlds, the global apex players that create complex products, and we have a, a remarkable seventy percent of the world's largest. I want to talk for a minute, uh, Andrew, for a second, um, in just a second, about uh, some of the highlights for 2021. Before I do that, I just want to give a shout out to the sponsor of this episode, Pearly Robertson, Hill & McDougall. Tech companies must move at the speed of light, and they need a law firm that moves just as fast. Pearly Robertson, Hill & McDougall has developed long-standing expertise in helping tech companies address their legal matters. As Ottawa's largest premier full-service law firm, Pearly Robertson Hill & McDougall has provided a number of specialized legal services for the past 50 years. Pearly Robertson Hill & McDougall's in-house legal experts can help tech companies with financing strategies, venture capital, private placements and public offerings, mergers and acquisitions, intellectual property protections, shareholder agreements, and much more. To learn more about how Pearly Robertson Hill & McDougall can help your company, visit perlaw.ca. 
We're back speaking with the CEO of Ascent Compliance. Uh, thanks for hanging on uh, with us uh, through that sponsor message, Andrew. So uh, I heard you earlier that uh, lots of sevens happening and it, you are in a period of big growth. I want to talk about some of the milestones you guys hit in 2021. I know they're likely connected to some of the growth you reference, but walk us through 2021. Success, disappointment, how was it? 21 was, you know, as you know, Michael, you know, we all have to um, adapt and we all have adapted. And it is, I would say, one of our biggest milestones is just the number of people we've hired um, in, in this year, um, both in Europe, um, but throughout the world. You know, we've hired people in Kenya, we've hired people in Malaysia and a lot of people in the United States. So, you know, a big milestone is we are kind of heading to that magic hundred. Um, and, and that requires critical mass. And, and we plan to kind of blow through that going to the two and 400. So we, we are in 2021 building a lot of the systems um, to kind of get us ready for, you know, what I would call the transition from uh, adolescence to adulthood. And so 21 has been a big building year for us in, in all our regions as we anticipate continued growth at scale. And we've just moved into 2022. So I wanted to ask, Andrew, uh, if you look ahead to this year, what do you anticipate 2022 will bring? Yeah. So again, it's it's uh, execution. Um, we, you know, growth at scale. So growing 50 percent a year when you're in that kind of hundred million range is is rare. Um, and it means you're executing in all aspects of what you do. Um, so I think, you know, that that's going to be a continued story for Ascent is a few companies um, are able to kind of maintain that level of execution. And the one thing that you're probably well aware of, Michael, is it's become intensely competitive for recruiting. And that that is probably the number one job uh, of any startup. And we're not a startup anymore, but any, you know, me small to medium sized company is to make to maintain that growth. You've got to build the team. Yeah. People, let's just dig into that. Uh, that uh, I am hearing that's the number one challenge across the tech sector when it comes to Ottawa. And of course, remote work might alter this a little bit, Andrew. But Ascent Compliance has been successful from going from two to three to four to five to six to seven hundred employees. How how are you doing this? Are you hiring them local? Are are is there are there any different HR strategies that you're using? Well, I'm actually super glad you asked that because, you know, if you were to define me as a CEO, you would call me your, your um, you know, your HR CEO. So both at Pythian and at Ascent, um, I invested first and foremost, my first hire at Ascent was an HR uh, person named Patricia. We call her Trish. Um, but I have invested in, I would say, the top world-class team of recruiters and of HR folks. Uh, it is an exceptional team here, um, led by Kira Torco. And about 18 months ago, Michael, I identified that there was going to be far too much money chasing uh, far too um, you know, many companies, and that that money was going to be translated not into you know manufacture or uh, you know um, infrastructure, but into people. And so I saw this kind of tsunami coming, and we invested in all areas of. Um, how do you recruit and retain the best people? And it is about tooling up. It is about process, but it's also very fundamentally about having a fantastic culture. And the changes that I've made over the last two years to the leadership team was a lot about up upping our culture for collaboration and inclusion. Obviously, we have a great purpose and a lot of people uh, love that we are building a better world um, through through our product. And uh, that helps for recruiting, but you also have to have a fantastic culture and a fantastic team that attracts 
um, that. So th- I, I would say what's different about this CEO is he has that aspect of building a business front and center. That's great. Yeah. HR CEO. I like that. I'm going to, you know, think about that. And that, that does sound like you have, you know, we've known each other for many years and I know that it, thinking back to past conversation, there is a constant uh, theme of uh, HR and recruitment. So uh, Andrew, Ascent is still thought of uh, as one of the really high potential companies in, in Ottawa. And uh, many times that means companies are leading to an IPO. You've, you've received some significant venture capital over the years. So, uh, I think a lot of people are wondering, will Ascent at Compliance, uh, is it aiming for an IPO at any point, maybe even in 2022? Well, it's a good it's a it's a good question, and uh, you know, if if I'm within a year of doing that, I get the SEC slapping me if I uh, start promoting an IPO. Yeah. But here's here's what I would say, Michael. It, it is an important question, but I have been, and you've known me for many years. I've been focused. I was at Pythian, and I am here at what I call uh, the first milestone, which is a hundred million. And you're going to hear me talking more and more as our profile raises about the importance that communities build, you know, 50 to 100 million dollar businesses. And that's true about Ottawa is true about Canada. And so my focus has been on getting us to 100. And then I, I believe, you know, we have sufficient opportunity, you know, to continue to build this company and to be a Canadian headquartered, but global, global business. And this leadership team is prepared to take this company as far as possible. One of those way stations or stops on that journey will likely be to go public, okay, for liquidity of investors, liquidity of employees, et cetera. Is it going to be in 22? Probably not. Um, I, we could have taken the company public. As you know, there's been very active in Canada, but it's more likely that we'll kind of get to the 150, 200 range before we take the company public. Well, that sounds like a very seasoned CEO speaking. So uh, we'll uh, we'll continue to watch for that and uh, everyone will still uh, remain curious. Listen, uh, Andrew, we're going to have you back for a part two where we're going to zoom out a little bit and we're going to tap into all of your experience uh, working in the tech sector, as you know, venture capital as Pythian, as you've indicated, Ascent. So we're going to put this conversation and wrap it up right now. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank and, you for having uh, me. We'll see you real soon, Andrew. Yeah, thank you. Just as we wrap up, I want to recognize some of the other great sponsors behind Techopia Live. Here they are. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies, Pearly Robertson Hill and McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law, TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies, the University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can find Techopia at Techopia O-T-T. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. That's all the time we have for this episode. On behalf of my colleagues at OBJ and Techopia and our guest today, Andrew Waitman. Thank you, Andrew, for being part of the show. I wish you bye-bye. Stay safe and stay connected. See you soon. Bye-bye.